Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Patty. Hello. And today we're going to talk about shadow work, and we're going to give you the ultimate guide to shadow work. This is something that Patty and I have been doing for over a decade. We teach it, we coach people through shadow work, and it's an extremely uh, important thing, especially nowadays with the new energy on the planet. It's important for to live a life to our fullest because we all cast a shadow. We all have baggage, pain, and unresolved traumas. And the more we have found that we dive into our shadow, the more we realize there is there. But each and every time we consciously choose to go within ourselves and explore our consciousness and remove and release the things holding us down, we get to, from that point forward, be happier, more free, more authentic. And that, of course, translates into better life, better relationships, advances in our career and abundance and just our day-to-day level of enjoyment is directly correlated to the amount of shadow work we do. And right now is an extremely powerful time to do that, more so than ever before mm-hmm. on the planet. As Eckhart Tolle says, he said it's almost like source or God or the one or consciousness has imposed stillness upon the entire planet, <laughs> upon all of humanity with this global shutdown. Now, why do you think that happened? Well, because collectively there's quite a bit of darkness preventing us from living um, in more harmony with one another, with more harmony with the planet. So well, for, for those of you who follow my energy updates, there's never been a better time literally in life than to do shadow work, where, where you can get a lot of work done in this like next three months or so. And, and also, it's been going on for some time. It, mm-hmm. It's a very, very powerful opportunity to let go of a lot. And then going forward, once we're kind of beyond this gateway, there's this portal of energy we're experiencing right now where there can be the opportunity for massive acceleration in your consciousness and in your life. And you'll be able to kind of go forward, really firing on all cylinders, really living your best self and and, and uh, just not so much held back by, by the shadow. So again, we're going to give you quite a, we're going to give you a lot of important information for successfully doing shadow work. Okay. So let's see. Real quick, before I get into it, I do want to announce something kind of interesting. Not interesting, but exciting is a better <laughs> word. So it, me and Patty, as many of you know, love running retreats. And our hearts were broken when we had to cancel the one we had planned in June, yeah. which we did because it was just, it was not the right time, obviously. Um, but I, at least out here where we live, things are starting to open up. Things are clearing. And we just, I felt the call. I felt the intuition saying, do it, bro. Do it. And I had a lot of other people reaching out saying, Victor, I, I want to come to your retreat. Are you still doing them? So we, we just booked our place. So we're going to be doing our next Sedona retreat on August 29th through September 1st. So those interested, mark your calendars. Once we officially open the doors, I will go ahead and let you all know. But we are very happy to announce that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's see. What do I have here? So before we get into like our method for shadow work, I'm going to go over three essential things that are like foundational prerequisites if you're going to have any success whatsoever with doing shadow work. And, and, and to be clear, we all do shadow work. A lot of us do it unconsciously, though, mm-hmm. through, through life, through pain, through crazy ass circumstances unfolding in our life to show us 
what we're carrying. Now we're living in a time where we're expanding our awareness, however, where we can do shadow work consciously. Mm -hmm. We can do shadow work without necessarily having to have these harsh life lessons physicalized in our reality. We can literally become so perceptive that we can start to sense the themes starting to unfold in our life and then take note, go within and, and, and learn the lessons and release. Um, rather than having to wait for, again, for, for those energies in, within us to manifest physically. So it's a great time to avoid, <laughs> avoid stuff, <laughs> but it's also, again, it's, it's a time to get a lot done. Um, so one of the, the most important thing, in fact, when I do my, my, uh, my 12-week coaching program, this is like one of the first things I, I make them all understand. I have this video I make them all watch. It's called The Shift. Oh. Is that a big surprise or what? No. <laughs> it's a shift. I'm so surprised, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's basically an invitation to own your stuff, yeah. to take responsibility for absolutely everything, everything in your life. Most people, if you ask them, especially in our community, will say, oh, I, I believe beliefs create reality. I believe I create my own reality until they're victimized, until something unfair or unjust happens to them. That's when it's really challenging, like, like a sickness or a disease or some kind of random thing. It's, it's not easy to say, you know what? I created that somehow unconsciously because of the shadow I'm lugging around. Mm -hmm. But when you do, when you refuse to ever, 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 ever play the victim, then you have power, then you have control, then you have the possibility to cure, to, to heal, and to transform any situation. So that's the most important thing. In fact, there's a great quote I was hoping you'd read that you read, your women as well, mm -hmm. by Carl Jung. Yeah. Uh, let me get it, because it's kind of... It's kind of well, read the cliff note, the shorter version. You don't have to read the whole paragraph there. That's well, always kind of boring. It's, no, it's not that bad. It's not that long. All right. It, okay, so the quote is from Carl Jung. And he says, unfortunately, there can be no doubt that man is, on the whole, less good than he imagines himself or wants to be. Everyone carries a shadow, and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. If an inferiority is conscious, one has a chance to correct it. Furthermore, it is constantly in contact with, our, with other interests, so that it is continually subjected to modifications. But it if it is repressed and isolated from consciousness, it never gets corrected. Yeah, so the gist of it, those who are sort of in denial of their shadow actually have the biggest shadow, the, the, the biggest issues, to the point where their ego has constructed that, that such a heavy layer of denial that they're not even aware of it. Yeah. And that's the dangerous type of shadow, because that's the kind of shadow that will manifest for big life problems, because the person is not able to see that within themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it also can tend to lead to other not so serious issues, but like anger that seems to come out of nowhere or sadness or, you know, things like that as well. So it's not just things that you can physically manifest into your life in like illness and that kind of thing. It's also a direct reflection of your reactions to things. Yeah. So the important way to apply this is to basically just look at your life as Dolores Cannon would say, someone I'm studying right now, look at your life in a metaphysical sense. In fact, right now I'm, I'm going through this QHHT training and I was actually going on my walk today and listening to this, listening to the lessons. And she was talking about what she has found to be the, the common root causes for, for like physical ailments. She talked about Alzheimer's, obesity, diabetes, um, you know, chronic like migraines, that kind of thing. 
and she was and she started asking people, so what do you think is the cause of like obesity? What do you think is the cause is of such and such? And it's like she said, think a bit about it in a metaphysical sense. Don't tell me it's because of the, you know, your cholesterol building up or this or that. It, it's there's 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 a spirit. This is a spiritual reality we live in. Earth is a school. It's a school of hard knocks for for tough souls who want to learn these lessons in the physical. Um, so when you look at your life and, and the good and the bad with from that context, you can oftentimes learn the necessary lesson. Your problem or the extension of your shadow, we'll say, is trying to show you. And when you can do that, you can not only release the shadow, but you can like eliminate a lot of big problems in your life. So as an example, she, she was talking about like obesity. So what do you think would be uh, the, uh, some root causes for obesity, if you had to guess? Like, what, do you, what do you think mm -hmm. like the mindset is? You, you, you have some family members who... Well, I would feel like... Um, like there's emotional reasons. Right, well... You know, there's there's indulgence. Obviously, it's like the first thing that comes to mind. But Go deeper. Really, it's more about you're trying to fill something. You're trying to feed something. That's yeah. Missing. That's a good idea. What she said. There's a couple main things. Not that this is all it is, but these are the things she said were common in her in her research. One of them is protection. Yeah. Like I've if heard we had like actually. a like maybe a, a painful or a sexual experience or a painful you know where where we are hurt in a relationship or something, well we will eat, we will arm ourselves with, with weight as a way of kind of putting that layer between us mm -hmm. and, and other people. That's one of the yeah. reasons. I've actually heard that um, before. So yeah, that that actually yeah. Again, resonates. this is not me just trying to you know address this in such a simplistic way but this is more of an idea of how to think of these things like 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 you look at any problem in your life and look deeply into it as to like the why another reason kind of i found interesting sort of a side note she said a lot of it is because people were starving in a past life mm, okay. doesn't that kind of yeah, make sense you know that would make sense yeah. yeah especially if they maybe starved to death too yeah you know, that would be or on another token she said or if they caused others to starve uh, sort of like a payback but either way you can become aware of that and you can learn that lesson in a moment and then you can you can you know from that point forward have an easier time you know shedding the weight if that's a, a goal yeah you know but the point is to look at your life like that for another example that came to mind is sometimes one of my things is like uh not that i was super spoiled growing up with like material items but i was quite spoiled with attention i would say and so far, so I've gone through life, excuse me, um, with this sort of, this sort of like, I'll just give an example. So like the last like seven or so years of our life, we've had a lot of different vehicles, you know, and after I get a brand new car within like a year or two, I'd start getting sick of it and wanting a new one, like intending it. I, I would manifest a new one yeah. and they kept coming and coming. And then I started having things where like one time I slid on a, a random patch of black ice oh, into yeah. a gas pump <laughs> believe it or not thank god i didn't blow up and, and i started having these weird situations another time reason like a few years ago someone hit my truck um well it was just parked in the parking lot another time i was driving our our, our suburban and i was thinking like i'd like to get some new, new rims for this and i swerved off and i and i or it was you who swerved off wasn't it Somehow the, the rims that already were there were got all scratched up. Yeah. And it's so so most people say, wow, I'm just having bad luck with automobiles. But I was like, no, there's a reason. And I could sense that. I could sense that there's a lesson there. And I realized it's like because you don't appreciate what you have. You're always looking for the next thing. 
you, you just got this nice new car and all you want to think about is now it needs new rims. Now you want a new one. And that's been this unconscious sort of mentality conditioned into me. Um, but something that life is trying to say, why don't you let that go? That's not a very, that's not a good way to go through life. Right. So the point is you can look at anything, any problem in your life, but as long as you're playing the victim and thinking, wow, it's a bunch of BS. I keep hurting my cars. What's what, you know? Then it's like, then you just keep missing the message, missing the message, carrying around that shadow, letting it ruin aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. So I, I pound that in because it's so important and so hard to own your stuff, to own your problems, okay? Moving forward, another thing I like to teach my clients is to love your pain. Another tricky, tricky maneuver, right? Mm -hmm. There's this, uh, and I've talked about it before, he's a, he's a, He's like a spiritual teacher and his name is Thich Nhat Hanh. He's one of the few people on the planet who are like enlightened and, and sort of like embody that unity consciousness, you know? So what he says has a lot of potency and it's coming from like just the depth of his soul. And he has this whole book with the title of Fear by Thich Nhat Hanh, really awesome book. And the whole premise is like really being compassionate with your shadow, compassionate with your pain, right? Mm -hmm. Like so when... As an example, maybe you have to, this happened to me recently, actually, when I went to uh, San Diego and I had to give a talk in front of 100 people for uh, Drew Canoli's Organifi place. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and little Victor was there. Remember? Uh -huh. I told you he came along. My little inner child, it. my little wound, my shadow started rearing its head because it was nervous. And I felt for like three days when I was staying there prior to the talk, I felt very nervous, very like... Like, uh, I could not get into my flow. I could not tap into the person that you all see me as, the, the confident person who can speak well. And it was sort of initially frustrating. I was like, gosh, why now? I, this is a kind of a big opportunity for me to really shine. And I feel like all my old pain, all my old wounds are coming up. But the whole idea is like, don't get frustrated when that happens. It's common for life to show you aspects of your shadow when it's relevant. Um, so instead I had more of a compassionate look, understanding there's like a little wounded Victor, little inner me that feels concerned, that feels afraid, feels unready, unworthy of this situation. And as long as I can look at my pain, my anxiety with love and compassion, it's a much smoother experience. Yeah. Would you agree? Anything you want to add to that? I've been doing a lot of talking, so. Yeah. Um, that's a whole big thing of yours, the whole falling in love with yourself yeah, sort of premise for your yeah. coaching, right? Well, it's it's sort of um, interesting because a lot of people look at the shadow self as a negative aspect of ourself. But um, when I was in my rose diet last year, she really helped me to understand that the shadow is very much a part of who, what makes us who we are. And... Um, it's okay to, to feel insecure sometimes and it's okay to get angry sometimes and it's okay to feel unworthy sometimes and you don't have to beat yourself up about it because sometimes those things can have good aspects. You know, feelings of unworthiness keeps you humble and um, you can really relabel how you view your shadow and learn to love it and, and, and um, embrace it as a whole, you know? Yeah. Another cool thing about your shadow is like, especially like some of like the, your major life themes and challenges. Like for me, it's been doubt, 
and insecurity because I was, I was burned by a firecracker when I was younger and I kind of stood out because I had these scars and I had to wear these weird looking um, garments for like almost a whole year, my body that really made me stand out. So I really didn't want to be seen at all. Mm -hmm. It's very ironic that I do what I do now. <laughs> um, but the point is because I've gone through that, because I had such a heavy layer of shadow, if you will, of those particular things, and because I've had so many years of working with them, they're not all gone, you know that, um, honey. <laughs> but I've done enough work to where I can reach those people who feel those, who have that same type of shadow. Yeah. And when I speak about it, they, they, they listen to me. They, they take to heart what I'm saying because they can tell it's coming from someone who gets them, someone who mm -hmm. clicks with them. It's authentic. It's authentic. It's so real. it's powerful. That's just me. My point is like the, I oftentimes say for people who want to find their purpose, a lot of times your purpose is something you've struggled with for a long time that you finally learn how to overcome. Mm -hmm. So it's like your shadow can be your greatest ally, your greatest blessing. It's all just a mindset shift. Yeah. But most people, and my former self included, would just resist the shadow and become very frustrated with oneself. Like, why, why am I like this? You know, and just get like angry with that little innocent inner child. Yeah, you in them. use the shadow as a way to beat yourself up even more. Yeah. You know, and then it's like the shadow sort of perpetuates more shadow. But if you can own it yeah. and look at it with compassion, then just like the healing process can be a lot smoother and faster. Yeah. And, you know? and falling in love with your shadow side doesn't necessarily mean that you're fully like saying, okay, this is what it is. And I'm just going to always be this way. You can, you can heal and work on your shadow, but the shadow is, is something that can kind of come in at any moment. So, um, I've been doing some, some interesting reading about, um, shadow, the shadow self and, and the different aspects of shadows that we all kind of, um, individually gravitate towards. And, um, the man that wrote the book I'm reading called the sacred Enneagram. I forget what his name is, Christopher something. Um, anyway, he, he thinks that your shadow is something that you're just born with and it doesn't matter what you experience in life. Your shadow is just there and it's always there. I don't agree with that. I feel like your traumas and, and your life experience and the things that you kind of experience in your childhood and as you get older kind of um, shift your shadow and and you can heal that aspect of yourself. It's not something that you have to carry with you forever and ever and ever. You know, you can heal the certain aspects that um, maybe aren't preferred. Yeah, I totally agree. That's what he, he thinks. He thinks you're just stuck with it. Yeah. That's not a very empowering well, message. Yeah, it's kind of like you, I think his, his um, reasoning is because you're born with it. So it's like something that you just carry with you. But mm. I feel like maybe there's times when I might get angry, you know, but... Uh, and where it seems to come out of nowhere, right? That's my shadow side. And that's not saying that's never going to go away, but the more I heal and work on my shadow, that the less that will come into play. And I feel like the more shadow work you do, the less and less and less you have to actually have that shadow self come into your daily life. Yeah, it's all a matter of perspective. I, I see this time we're living in personally as a time that mo a lot of people are taking advantage of this era of transformation and bringing into their incarnations purposely a lot of their shadow elements because 
it's a time where you can release it. You can right. shed it. So yeah. And well, and I, I agree with that too. That's why I said that about the book is like, I don't know if I agree with, I don't think I agree. I don't agree with what he, his aspect is, but, um, it was, it's still an interesting sort of read if you want to kind of understand the different types of, of, um, shadow side. That's cool. It's, it's like a, a little map. Nice. That's, that can be helpful then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So the next thing I want to talk about, the third thing before we get into our process is uh, use intention and a permission slip. Now, here's what I mean by that. So a lot of you have probably already found this to be the case with yourselves, but we are all, especially now in this accelerated time, very powerful manifestors. Now, if we're honest, including me, a lot of my the content in my mind focuses on what I want and the a lot of future orientation, mm -hmm. right? Also, what I don't want. Mm -hmm. Now, what I found is that when I sort of can make myself hold the intention for uncovering why things in my life are there that I don't want. Not that I don't want them, but why are they there? Why do my, what does my card keep getting hit? Why do I always feel so doubtful when situations arise for me to advance myself in, a, in a career wise, you know, as an example. So I'm always asking why, like I always say like a little child, why, why this, why that, why, 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 why? Um, and because I do it because you get answers. I especially love when you ask me that. Do you? Good. <laughs> just exercising my co-creative power, honey. <laughs> why um, do you think that happened? Yeah, yeah it's, it's best not to do that to other people. They don't like that. Yeah. No, they But don't. like, again, any life is always showing us something. It's always teaching us. There's always, we're always expanding, or at least there's always the potential to expand. And life is going to be showing us the next relevant thing to let go of, the next aspect of our shadow right for release when it's time. And as long as you can just say, well, why? Why do I keep getting flat tires? Why does this happen? Why do I keep running into this certain kind of relationship pattern? Yeah. Why, Why do I keep doing this sort of behavior? Yes. When you, when you have that, that sincere desire to know why, usually you'll find out why. Mm -hmm. And when you find out why, it's always this, this unconscious thing that makes no sense in the present. It's like, ah, oh. Like, uh, for example, like uh, I get sometimes triggered by jealousy for, from Patty. Not jealousy, but like insecurity. Like she's going to eventually see like, I'm, I'm like, almost like you're going to leave me for no reason. Why? Why? Well, because when I was in like high school, I had a couple girlfriends that that happened to. I was like excited. They're pretty. And I started dating them. And like within a week, they're like, oh, I, I'm moving on. Yeah. And it caught me off guard and it hurt so bad. So, but that's, we've been married 15 years. I'm just, well, we've been together 15 years. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, married 10. But the point is like, that was, that was like a defense mechanism that I developed when I was like, I don't know, 15 or 16 years old that has no business being in my life now, but it's an, un it's an unconscious part of my shadow that comes up mm -hmm. sometimes. But so long as I ask why I can own that, I can deal with it. I can release another layer of that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, now this is the, the second part of this is to have some kind of permission slip. Now permission slip, as Bashar says, he's a channeler. He always says permission slip is just any tool or technique. They're all valid. There is no one better than the other. There is no certain thing, you know, modalities of healing are more powerful than others. It literally just align, whatever aligns with your beliefs that you believe is going to work for you. Mm -hmm. A permission slip to become more of yourself, a permission slip to let go of your shadow. So it's very helpful to, to find some kind of technique. Like I've gone through many, 
I know one good one that I enjoyed. I read a book a long time ago called The Completion Process by Teal Swan. Mm. Now I know a lot of people like like hate her for some reason, but her book was very valuable. It was very helpful. And but that's just I've heard like, a lot of good things about it. So Yeah, I just but there's like there's like dozens and dozens, there's yeah. probably hundreds of different techniques. And we'll share with you one that we use in a minute here. Um, but the, it's good to have some kind of like little ritual, whether maybe an example would be like writing, journaling about like, why, why is this happening? You journal about it. You like channel some information onto the paper yeah. and then you burn it and you just imagine as it's burning, it's leaving your system. Mm-hmm. Now, does that literally correlate the burning of the paper to your energy in your body? Maybe, maybe not. It doesn't matter if you believe it has an effect that works. Yeah. So ask why and find some kind of cool little trick or technique. That that seems you can just Google yeah. shadow work practices and you'll find a million. I really like writing things on paper and then burning them with sage <clears throat> because for me that's like that's my permission slip to to clean that energy out so to clear it out and and then you're starting with a clean slate. So yeah. that's that's one thing that I really do like to do. Cool. Yeah, that's good. That's another example. I prefer mine. I think it's actually a little better than yours, but you can use hers if you want. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to go over three simple steps to doing shadow work. And this is actually the best technique there is. So you want to listen. Okay. Am I over? Am I like playing that joke a little too far? I feel. No, it's fine. I'm just kidding. I am. So real (laughs) quick. On purpose. He is on purpose. (laughs) The whole premise of shadow work, my friends, is to bring to light. It's to make what is unconscious conscious that's like the whole foundation of any type of shadow work right Mm -hmm. so what i what i would have my clients do i in fact we did a shadow work shop uh last saturday i told them all to tune in to what they perceive to be their biggest block their biggest emotional pattern their biggest you know behavior pattern there's whatever issue life is showing them i said tune into that and feel it and then i asked them like so number one is define it what is it you're feeling a lot of times People say, well, I have anxiety. I have depression. Well, well let's look deeper. Let's, what, that's like the very, very, very surface level of something much deeper going on. So well, anxiety, describe your anxiety. What situations provoke anxiety? How do you feel exactly? Are you afraid? You feel like you're not going to do, do well, like a self-worth sort of thing? Like, let's look into it. Define whatever energies you're right. working and where, with in your where shadow. where are you feeling anxious Yes, yeah, so you're most. like bringing it to light. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you've been having the same emotional response for years and we never even bothered to, to look at it and say, well, what is this thing? What, because we resist it and say, oh, I'll go watch Netflix because it's, I'm feeling bad. Right. So it's like when, when you get triggered like that, you look at it and say, well, what is this? The second, uh, now I'm going to kind of summarize. I take my clients through a seven-step process. I'm going to kind of just summarize it real quick because it would just take too long. It's a whole workshop. But So the ne- next, I'm going to go over the next two important things, at least in my opinion. One of them is to attach a lot of pain to doing it. So I would say like, I would have, I would have people say like, what are some of the negative consequences to, to doing this? Like, for example, going to me when I get when I get like jealous or whatever, as I was saying, sometimes I'll kind of shut myself down emotionally like a little kid. Right. And then you're <laughs> upset. And then I'm like, then I, then I feel guilty about being like that. And then, then we can have this weird distance for, for a day or so or half a day um, between us. Yeah. And it's like and then it's like I, then it's like, well, you know what? If I keep this up, maybe she will leave me eventually. Yeah. So my point is, like, I, I write all this down. Why? Like this is all these different consequences. To, to this particular, I'm being very, very open here, aren't I, love? I know, it's <laughs> just so funny to me because like, 
I know, I know that it's very real for you when you experience that, but just, I know myself. So it's like, you know, and, and when you're in that mode, I used to, I used to, cause that would trigger my shadow side. Mm. And I used to get really insecure. Like maybe he's going to leave me cause he's distant, distancing himself. But now I, I'm like, okay. He's doing his thing. Uh, he's again. doing his thing yeah. and he's just processing. So I just let you, ha- you know, have your, your process. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, other people's shadow, it seems like a quick, easy fix from other right. perspectives. I'm but not saying, you know saying anything about, well, I mean, I'm sh- pretty shadow. I'm just saying in general, <laughs> yeah. I, I know I'm not, I know you're shadowy, <laughs> but we all are. <laughs> but the point is my friends to really, uh, to really make it like, this is like uh, just common human psychology that human beings always will consciously and unconsciously do whatever they can do to move away from something painful. Right. Mm-hmm. And move some, move toward something that brings pleasure and joy and happiness, right? Yeah. So a lot of times we don't really have enough evidence on paper in a sense of like, wh- how is this not serving us? We just sort of unconsciously react to circumstances that trigger us. But if you can say, well, this is causing me this problem, this is doing this, 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 and it's like, oh, wow, now that I take the time to write all that down. There's a lot of, I, I shouldn't be doing this. It's, it's more like an, a no brainer to stop doing it mm-hmm. when you really see what it's doing to you. Um, and then as, as sort of going further, I would ask people, I'd say, okay, well, how is your life going to look 10 years from now? If you don't stop doing this, if you don't let this go, it's like, oh my goodness, I couldn't even, couldn't even imagine. It was like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you write it down, get, get into that painful repercussion for this shadow aspect that you're continuing to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then it's it's like next time that emotion comes, you're going to have that association just automatically, like, oh, this emotion means all this stuff I don't want, and it's going to become much more easy to like not add, continue adding fuel to it, mm-hmm. right? So the the last thing is attach a lot of pleasure, and excitement, and joy, and expansion to letting it go. It's like, okay, so. Imagine your life without this thing. How would you feel? How would you look? How would your life be? How would your relationships be? How would your career be? It's like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Get excited, get jazzed up, get pumped up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I'd be free, I'd be happy. I'd have more abundance, more freedom. Yeah. You see? I see You it. see? I see And it. then it's like, when that emotion comes, you're gonna just have all this evidence, like I don't, it, they get the point. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. get the point. So that's sort of like the, <laughs> what I like to take people, have people do. Um, I do shadow work a little bit differently. Really? Because for me, for me, this, this is, it's beautiful and it, and it's powerful and it works really well, but it's hard for me to sometimes imagine, okay, if I don't stop this negative behavior, what is my life going to look like? I just know that I'm doing this behavior and I don't feel good doing it. And I know that I shouldn't be doing it, but I keep doing it. So what I, what I do is I just try to bring awareness to what is happening in my body, what's happening in my emotional state when I'm triggered. So if I'm triggered by something and it creates this sort of behavior, what is that? First of all, what is the thing that triggered me? And second of all, what is the feelings that I'm feeling in my body? And then I go, I go from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like what I just said is, by, is far from a complete process. There's many elements to the shadow. In fact. Well, and for me, it's just the, all those steps. It's like 
I do a lot of things throughout the day. So if I'm going to do shadow work, it can't be, I can't just sit down and go, okay, usually I don't have the time to sit down and like do the shadow work for like a half an hour and really like dive in deep. So maybe that would be better and more beneficial for me. And I get more deep shadow work done in one session. You know? Yeah, you know, I find uh, quite honestly, like a lot of it's intention. Like when right. I did this with my group recently, and I said, you know, some of you are going to have some epiphanies and some maybe even some emotional releases just with this journaling thing we did. Um, and some of you won't. Some of you won't understand. Like it'll be kind of like murky. Like I don't know why I'm doing this. I can sense I don't want it, but there's not much clarity. But just like the intention, this is more like a phys like action based intention. Like I want to know why, and I want to stop this. It's like by just doing this as best you can, whether you do what I said or anything else, you're saying to the universe and the higher self, I don't want to keep doing this. Right. This is my primary intention. Yeah. And what's going to happen is you'll start to attract synchronicity and signs and, and you'll, what you know, maybe there's like a, a, you know, something that comes into your life that will happen to help you release the energy associated, like a breath workshop down mm -hmm. the street is announced and yeah, you just yeah. happen to go to that it happens to help you release it it's just that intention and action will get the ball rolling yeah and it brings like i said just awareness you know yeah which is like the first step of healing anything is bringing awareness to it yeah that's really all it is is that and that's why shadow works relevant because we're becoming more aware we're becoming more conscious mm -hmm. um yeah. Anything else you want to add? There's again, there's, there's more to it. There's much more to shadow work, but this is just something yeah, I mean, to get you started for sure. Right. And there's so many different ways to do shadow work. Like I, I just shared how I do it and Vic shared how he takes his people through it. And, um, it, it's like, like you said, babe, it's like, it's all about intention. There is no right yeah. or wrong way to do shadow work. It's be bringing awareness to the things that you want to work on. And then taking action, whether it's journaling or, or burning a letter or whatever it is, right. you know, it's, it's your own permission slip to heal. Yeah. And the last thing to kind of cap off what I found is that because our shadow is so big, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I find it most efficient to work on what's relevant in your life. Like I've had people get on a call with me and say, I want to release fear. I want to dissolve my ego. Like that's just like, that's too, that's like saying I want to conquer the world in right. a sense, you know, but it's like, well, what's, what's troubling you now? Yeah. Are you, what, what are you, what are you avoiding? Obviously by asking that question for the, for one. Right. So and it's like, what's going on in your life now? That's the part of your shadow that's relevant and ripe for release. Right. And you use the why, use the intention for like, you always look at your life as a mirror for where you are right now. And, and that's how you can get a lot done. Right. And I always, I, I tell my women, like there's some deep, deep aspects of the shadow that are so heavily layered that you can feel like you, oh man, I just totally released all this energy in my body and I feel so good. And like two weeks later, you realize, oh, there's another layer to that onion. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just a, pro it's all a process and it's, it's, uh, it's the shadow work is just a practice, right? It's like, yes, you know, it's not, it's not a perfect and it's not a, it's not a something that was, you do shadow work one time and you're done. Right. Or I did a lot last week. I'm good. Yeah. It's, it's just, you do it when you feel called. Mm -hmm. Like we've been doing it for years and we're not, we're no longer in a race to be done. We just understand <laughs> we have this more of a patience. Like there's going to be layers upon layers upon layers. And whenever I can just sort of flow with it naturally and let life show me what's to, what's up, what to work on. Then as long as I can stop 
and do a little inner work when I when it is re- relevant, then I can continue growing and, and just becoming happier and happier and happier. And our life gets better the more shadow work we do. Mm-hmm. And I would say we've been going through a, you know a, aware of an awakening process for over a decade now, yeah. and we do way more shadow work now than before mm-hmm. because I don't know why we just do. Well, I feel like awareness. You know, yeah, there's more awareness. There's more awareness to our consciousness and our unconsciousness. Yeah. You know, so. But the point is, yeah, to like, just be patient. Yeah. Don't, don't be like, patient to, with yourself and be gentle with yourself, especially through such a raw process of looking at yourself in complete and utter honesty. And, yeah. you know, that it's like so important. The shadow is a, is a very gentle aspect that you need to deal with delicately. You know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> thanks love so thank you everybody so one more reminder again we'll let you know uh within like the next week or so if you're interested in coming to our sedona retreat um it's, it's uh august 29th through the 30 uh through, through the, the september 1st yes yeah yeah so that's coming up Yay! thank you everyone i hope you have an amazing week see you next time namaste namaste